And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And what a day it is going to be. You are going to flip out. I'm so excited about this guy, I didn't even sit down because I'm not going to want to because I have been watching him and his whole story link concept. And I realize that this guy is the missing link for literally everything I've ever trained all my life. And I need to take his course myself. And my daughter, Courtney, will tell you that for a fact, because she said, Dad, you talk too much. I go, no. She goes, your Facebook lives suck. I go, why? She goes, they should not be more than two minutes. So those of you that are getting up in the morning and watching the two minute Tom talk, that's what's because of my daughter, Courtney. But there has never in the history of a two minute Tom talk had one of them even be close to two minutes because I can't stop talking and that's why I'm so poor. So he tells me that all the time. Pat Quinn tells me that all the time. You are going to love this guy. So Adrian Chenault, how's it going, buddy? I am good. I'm so happy. I've been uh, taking, every time you talk, I take like five pages of notes, Pat. And so I, I feel like you have been a mentor of mine from afar for quite some time now. And we're just so happy to have you here. So thanks for coming on today. I appreciate the opportunity to be here today. So thanks for the invitation. Well, talk about, and so we had dinner, which was excruciating on Saturday night with Wes Hobson and his very talkative wife, Haley. And they could not, they apparently, they came up with you and Jordan Adler and, Ter, and Sarah and Tony Zalecki and had you like one-on-one -on -one forever. And they said of all the trainings they've ever done in their life, it was the most impactful training they've ever done. And I said, how much does it cost? And they said what they said. And I said, well, that's very expensive. And I'm going to interview him on the radio and figure out how to do this thing for 30 days for free. So I am very excited about you today. And anybody watching had better be equally excited. So take it away with a question, Adrian. Well, so... Pat, I was doing a little bit of background research on you beforehand, and you have quite the interesting backstory to have come from all the things that you've done along the way to being the speaker behind the speakers. And so talk a little bit about the journey and how you got to what you're doing today. Yeah, most people probably know me as a presentation coach or a speaking coach because I've worked with a lot of household names who you who are speakers, but I actually didn't get my start as a professional speaker. I got my start as a professional magician and worked magic professionally for 10 years. Uh, after that, I decided I needed to get a real job. And so I became a public school teacher. I taught high school math for 10 years. And during that time, I picked up an advanced degree in how adults learn. And so I really bring two things to the table here today. The first is a little bit of stagecraft from my years of doing magic. But the second is a real understanding of how an audience, and that could be an audience of 10 people uh, online, could be an audience of five people in someone's living room, or an audience of one person on the phone, on Zoom, or across the table at Starbucks. How the person or people that you're speaking to actually hear and listen and learn what you're saying. And I've been fortunate over the last 10 years to work with some of the greatest speakers in the world. I've worked with uh, Damon John and Sharks from Shark Tank. I've worked with Dean Graciosi and Tony Robbins on the KBB project. I've worked with Michael Hyatt and Grant Cardone and people that everybody's heard of. But most of the people that I work with are not professional speakers. As a matter of fact, most of the people that I work with would not consider themselves speakers. Most of the people that I work with are business owners 
who want to grow their business, attract new clients, grow their team and the number of team members that they have. And they, and I believe one of the fastest and easiest and most predictable ways to do that is through speaking, is through telling your story. And so every day I'm helping network marketing professionals tell their stories, figure out their stories and share their stories more often and more effectively to grow their business and grow their teams. It is hearing the list and, and none of this is a surprise to me, but hearing the list of the people who, not only who you've worked with, because I think there's a lot of people out there that you know have this name dropping list of people that they have gone and worked with, and they go and you know you go and ask Grant Cardone and he goes who, you know what I have been blown <laughs> oh, away. That's what, I have a picture with Grant. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got a picture with Grant Cardone. That that may or may not mean anything. That's hilarious. But. You know, I, I was telling, I, I was on a, a training, I think it was yesterday, and I was talking about, you know, and I was just saying, oh, it's to my business partner. I went, you know, these guys, they haven't just worked with these people. They have been integral to the delivery. I mean, these guys have put you in the middle of what they're doing. And the likes of Dean Graziosi and Grant Cardone and some of the other names that you mentioned, they don't do that with just anybody. And I think that speaks not only to the quality of what you have been up to, but I think it also speaks to the character of who you are as a human being and your ability to connect with the you know, upper echelon of people who are running these huge programs and to their audiences. And so I guess my question is, what, what do you think has allowed you guys to be able to do that and to have an impact at that kind at both of those levels at that very high level and at the grassroots level well, i appreciate that adrian and, and you know it's a it's a kick and really fun to work with people who are having a huge impact and have really big platforms but i'm probably more proud of the work that i do with you know somebody who's living in the middle of pennsylvania who just started with a network marketing company has no clients no other team members and they don't know how to tell their story. You know, the, the names that I mentioned and the name dropping that we do, those people have great stories and they tell them every day. But what I really want the people who are watching this and listening this to know is that you have a great story too. Everybody does. And I think one of the things that a lot of trap, a trap that a lot of people fall into is story envy. They hear somebody's story on the radio or they hear somebody's story on television and they're like, ah, I just don't have a story like that. And because of that, they never tell their story. But here's what I want everybody to know. Ordinary stories are actually better than extraordinary stories. You know, I coach someone who's been to the top of Mount Everest. I coach two different astronauts. They've been in space. And when they tell that story about going into space, how many other people in the room can relate to that? None of them, because like nobody's been in space. But I coach someone else who tells a story at the start of their presentation about arguing with their spouse about whether the toilet paper should come out over the top of the roll or under the bottom of the roll. <laughs> and when he tells that story, how many other people in the room can relate to that? Everybody in the room. I think we should stop judging our stories based on how many people come up to us afterwards and say, that was an amazing story. I think instead we should judge our stories based on how many people come up to us afterwards and say, that same thing happened to me. Wow. Because that's actually your most valuable story. 
everybody's looking for a one in a million story. You don't make money off of a one in a million story. You make money off of a one in every household story. And so tell a one in every household story and you're gonna have a much better story to grow your business and grow your team. And I think one of the things that we've done that has allowed us to grow and grow quickly is just embrace our story. My story isn't that I got cured from the rarest disease. My story isn't that I grew the biggest business ever. My story is that you know I was a teacher and then I started working with speakers and I just embraced the story. I grew up in the middle of the Midwest in an ordinary family uh, with ordinary problems. And, and I think people, when they hear that, they're just like, wow, you're just like me, which is exactly the first response you want people to have when they hear your story. I speak all over the world. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. I mean, stuff that would blow your mind. And I walk in the room the next day and they say, Tom, would you please tell the story of when you almost landed the airplane in the Kmart parking lot? Or, Tom, would you please tell the story about when you thought your mom cooked your dog? And those are the stories they want to hear. And instead, I'm talking for 45 minutes and they only remember that little thing. He's 100% right, you guys. Stop talking, start listening, document it, and remember, and you win. Right, Pat? That's, that's what you have to do. You have to be able to know the right story to tell at the right time. You know, most of the work that I do with some of the biggest speakers in the world isn't uh, adding to their stories or telling them how to tell stories. It's just cutting stories. It's, it's just, they have so many stories to tell. And I think people are probably in one of two situations. There's the person sitting out there right now who says, I don't have a story. And then there's the person sitting out there right now saying, I've got a hundred stories. Can I tell them all to you right now? <laughs> and neither one is right. The person with a hundred stories has to pick the one that will connect the best with the person they're speaking to today. And the person who believes they don't have a story has to just hear these words. Your story is enough. The story that you have of what you've been through in your life so far is enough. You don't need someone else's story. You don't need to embellish your story. And if you're sitting there saying, well, nothing special has happened in my life. My story is ordinary. I'm going to say, great. That's exactly what we're looking for. Because when you tell that story, other people are going to glob onto it. Other people are going to connect with it. Other people are going to want to join with you, be part of your team, be part of your, your movement. And you're going to have a huge impact with that very ordinary story. What's so beautiful. And I was like, I watched you. I mean, I was so riveted to you at GoPro that it was unbelievable because it just showed me I have been doing so much wrong for so long. It's unbelievable. Telling too many stories at once, thinking I was mesmerizing people. They were entertained, but they weren't hooked, were they? There's a big difference. Uh, the goal of the, the storytelling that I do and the goal of the speaking that I help people with is not to get a standing ovation. It's not to make people laugh or make people cry. The goal is to get them to take the next step with you, to yes. say, what is next with you? And if you can get them to do that, that's, that's, our, that's our only measuring stick of success. But I'm so scared that I am afraid that if I stop talking, I lose. <laughs> well, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, <laughs> about it. This so, is so fun. Keep I going. What were you going to say? The fewer words that you say, the more the audience can focus on the words that you do say. 
there's and remember this a person who's overwhelmed confused and scared is not a buyer is not a decision maker they're a freezer they're they're a, they're a, i'll sit here and wait until i get less confused less overwhelmed and less scared so say less and i think you'll actually help people make decisions more he's like the best radio guest we've ever had too because I'm telling you what, all these other guys just talk the whole segment and they never stop and pause. But notice, I want you guys to notice how much he's making us talk. He's controlling this whole conversation and we don't even know it. We are being <laughs> tricked by a magician, but we have to take a break. So we are on the Genesis Communication Network. They've had us on for free for so long on all these major, major radio stations. I love Ted Anderson. I love all of you. We're coming back right after this. It is the Network Marketing leadership show on the Genesis Communication Network. I almost forgot the name of the show. <laughs> it happens. Well, they changed it because they think I'm going to die. So as a result of them thinking I'm going to die, they thought oh, we better get rid of this guy on the title page before he dies. So all of a sudden I walk in here and there's a piece of paper and they go, it's called the Network Marketing Leadership Show, Tom, instead of the Tom Chanel Show. So I've had to be retrained at an old age, which is not easy. Take it away, Mr. Commercial. <laughs> you want coffee? Uh, no, I'm great. Thank you. So, Pat, I, I loved what you were talking about in this idea that we, you know, for many of us, and I, and I think really everybody is ultimately in the camp of they have a lot of stories. It's just that they don't, they, they may not be aware of that they have a lot of stories, but we have all these facets of our story. And what we're working on, it sounds like, is this pattern matching of figuring out how do I connect the part of my story that is going to be most impactful to you. Is that right? Yes. And I think the better you get at that, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the first work I do with a brand new person, right, <clears throat> new to the business <clears throat> is what <clears throat> you talk, Adrian. All right. <laughs> no, I, I so it, it's, it's, it's so cool. The timing of this actually, Pat, and I'll, I, I want to hear the rest of your answer. So once you get hydrated or you can you can finish that thought but we did a, a workshop over the weekend and in some ways i think we did a, a something similar to maybe some of the pre-work that you do with some of these larger clients which is helping people to go into their beliefs about who they really are their beliefs about their past and their history and who they are as a human being and uncork their greatness however ordinary or extraordinary that is and start learning to uh, to share that with people in a way that's that's fundamentally about creating connection with the other person across the table because it's not about looking good. It's about connecting well, isn't it? Yeah, and in the beginning, we try to get people just to tell one story. Like, what's your story? What's your core genesis? What's your core starting story? But as you get better and better at this and as you, as you grow, you start to realize that you have a lot of stories. You know, a lot of us have a story of being a parent. We have a story of being a business. We, Sometimes I say you have a finance story, you have a freedom story, you have a product story, you have a purpose story, what's my purpose? You have maybe a nine to five, quit the nine to five story. You have all these different stories. Yeah. And the, I think the key, once you get really good at this, is when you're having an individual conversation with any one person, is to dial in and say, what's the one story that's gonna get them to nod their head and lean in? You know, for some people, that is the finance story. But for other people, it's not. For other people, it's the purpose story. I was looking for a purpose in my life. For a different person, it might be, I was trying to be a contributor to our family finances. For another person, it was, I hate the nine to five. I wanted more freedom. You have to know the person you're speaking to. Now, some days you don't, and you just lead with your best story. But the more you get to know, 
the contact that you're talking to, the better you're going to be able to dial in exactly what story you tell. That is so spot on. And I think what's a big part of why I was so excited about this conversation is what you're doing and and what Storylink does, which we'll talk more about on the big radio so that it goes to all the different stations. But what that's about having your stable of these, you know, these beautiful horses of these stories that you're ready to go and pull out the right one for the right day or the right golf club out of the bag on the right day. And what contact mapping is about is that it's not always immediately clear which club should come out of the bag, which story should come out. And so learning their story, learning their needs, learning their specifics so that you connect connect what you have with what they need. That's really where the magic happens. And so contact mapping is the way to do that where you're learning other people's stories, putting that in the app. So go to contactmapping.com slash free, check it out completely for free. And uh, we're going to come back to the radio. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We've got Adrian Chenault, we got Tom Chenault, and we got this guy named Pat Quinn. And I am telling you guys what, I think this is like the best show we've ever done. And it's only a quarter of the way over because this guy completely is what this is all about. How many times have I told you to fire your brain and hire your heart? Stop practicing the script and just be your best you and let people see who you are because they're not joining your company. They're not joining your product. They're not joining your comp plan and everything else that seems to be back there. What they're joining is you. So we got to spell story link because we got we to do that because on the radio, they can't I, see the screen. I totally agree. Spell it. So what you need to go do right now, unless you're driving, and then you just need to write it down so you can do it when you get home, is you need to go to storylink.com. So story, S-T-O-R-Y, link with a Q, L-I-N-Q.com. Because you got to go and see what Pat is doing. And so we were talking just before the break a little bit about how as you get good at this, you develop, you start realizing you have all these pieces and little components of your story, and it gets to be that it's not so easy to remember all that stuff and remember all these great things you have to share. That's what StoryLink is all about, is helping people to do that, right, Pat? Yeah, you know, for years, I kept all of my stories on little post-it notes and scraps of paper and cocktail napkins, and I kept them in a big folder, and I was always worried I was gonna lose them, and then somebody gave me a story journal. And I thought, this is great. And I filled that story journal because like everybody listening to this, I have a lot of stories, funny things happen, and I want to remember to use that and teaching things happen and I want to remember to use that. The problem was the story journal wasn't always with me. And so I'd be at work and it would be at home. So I'd write it down on a scrap of paper. I'd be in the car. It would be at my office. I'd write it down on a little cocktail. Now I, I had, so I jammed all of those into the story journal. My story journal started out like one inch thick and it finished like six inches thick because it had all these scraps of paper and napkins in it. And I thought, well, I was one good gust of wind away from losing all of my stories. Like, but I thought to myself, why isn't there one place to store all of your stories in the cloud? There's a place to store my photos. There's a place to store my music. But why isn't there a place to store all of my stories? And I looked all over for one, and I couldn't find one. So I created one. It is StoryLink, S-T-O-R-Y-L-I-N-Q.com. And it lets you store your stories by different types of stories, stories that are selling, stories that are connecting, stories that are funny, stories that are teaching, and stories that you would use in the beginning of a call or stories that you would use in the end of a presentation. Then anytime you're in a conversation, 
anytime you're on Zoom, anytime you're going to coffee with somebody, you can go to storylink.com and choose the stories you think are best for that day for that person and push one button and it kind of prints out your whole script, your whole map of that presentation for that day. And as you're entering your stories, there's I'm right there by your side. There's video teaching from me on how to tell the very best story, how to tell each type of story. All of that is at storylink.com. And we've actually got a uh, 30-day free trial for everybody if you sign up and use the discount code STORY when you sign what? up. You can get a 30-day free trial so that, that you can try awesome. it, see if it works for you, See, enter your stories. If it doesn't work for you, you can cancel at any time and not be charged a thing. If it does work for you, keep using it, and you're going to have one place to store, organize, and capture all of your stories. So, so the Adrian, code is STORY. Do, what's that? The code, the code is STORY. And the, yep. so you, okay, that's important. Yeah, it's important that. if you want a 30-day free trial, S-T-O-R-Y is the discount code at storylink.com. Perfect. And uh, so I, I don't, I'm not sure if you're watching the Facebook comments as they come by, but we're live, for those of you listening on the radio, we're doing this live on Facebook as well. And a gal named Sally said, I'm a member of Storylink, and it is well worth the investment. Jump in for the free trial. So you got all kinds of people just organically giving you love here in the comments. And I have heard, no, I, I know several people who have jumped in with this already. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Well, and I got to get in there. The purpose of that story, that first story you tell in a conversation is to connect. That's why you're telling the story. You're not doing it to sell. You're not doing it to get your products out or your business opportunity out. The purpose of the first story is to connect. And one of the things that you noted, Adrian, is based on who you're talking to, you can go into StoryLink or anywhere you're storing your stories and pick what's the right story to connect with this person. If this person's a parent, maybe it's a parenting story. If this person is somebody who's leaving the nine to five, maybe it's a freedom from the nine to five story. If this person's struggling financially, maybe you wanna tell your financial story. You get to pick the story on any given day. Now in the beginning, you may not have that many stories. In the beginning, we're just trying to put together your one story. But I think as you, as you go forward with this, you're gonna to wanna to capture all of your stories because you can use different stories in different situations on different days. And those people who are using social media, those people who are going on Facebook Live daily, I mean, they need a constant supply of stories. They don't want to be telling the same story every single day. So one place to store, capture, and organize them all is going to be a priceless tool for you. Write down same story every single day, because one thing that gripes me more than anything else is all these trainers that say, get one story down really well and tell it every time you're anywhere for the rest of your life which is nauseating. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Write down that thing because I'm telling you, on the, coming on the other side, I have a brilliant, brilliant story that I want to tell. We're coming back right after this. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. <clears throat> All right, we are back. I Don't you love him? <laughs> I love you to death. And it's, I, I'm just seeing, it's so funny because I think th there's just such a beautiful marriage between what you're doing in your work, what you're doing with StoryLink and what contact mapping is doing on the <clears throat> other side of connecting. And you're that one good gust of wind is just such a beautiful little turn of phrase. But we, I, I actually, we should have gone and grabbed them. We have a, a stick, I ha we have a collection, this gigantic stack of business cards because it's the same thing with your contacts, right? I've got this notebook over here and I've got those stack of business cards over there and I've got everybody 
n noted and mapped every place except the place that I need it. And you get somewhere and you bump into that person and you don't have your notebook with you or it's too awkward, obviously, to thumb through a physical notebook, trying to remember what the heck that guy's name is or whatever it is. And contact mapping is the way you Google your memory. So just like you're doing with those stories, you go, oh, my God. And Eric Worre says, I use paper. I want to brain him. And then, uh, then Michelle Barnes is on the show the other day. Yeah. And she's going, oh, yeah, I keep all my stuff in my car. And I'm just pulling into this restaurant. I've got my notes. I've got all my follow-ups in this notebook. And I'm going into this restaurant. I wanted to go steal her car to get the notes. <laughs> she, she's out of business. You can't do that, you guys. It's crazy. I have got, I used to be so proud of myself because I had like this backpack of perfectly indexed business cards in my Rolodex that I had to have almost a golf court to carry around. Now I've got 13,000 business cards in my phone. That's what I've got, plus their stories, which is beautiful. And you think, I was gonna tell this after the break, but I can't wait. This is too exciting. <laughs> If you've ever watched Riding in Cars with Comedians with Jerry Seinfeld, and he, he, he go down the road and he's got all of his jokes lined out on the road, in the street. And he, every joke he ever wrote is in the street. And it goes forever in the street. A gust of wind. But that's what he's got. That's what contact mapping is. No more. You want that joke or that story or that contact at your fingertips, not sitting in some road that you can't even find, right? Completely, completely. Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I, what I love about contact mapping is it's so much more than the business card. You know, I, I talk to people all the time about these universal connectors, that there's certain stories that if you don't know the person very well, there are universal connectors. Parents and children are universal connectors. Everybody has family. Uh, weather and geography are universal connectors. Everybody lives somewhere and everybody experiences some weather. And, and oftentimes sports is a universal connector. Uh, but how do you remember what's the right universal connector for each person? And now it's built right into the tool. And I just think it's, you know, if you're, if I'm sitting here, I'm a big Green Bay Packers fan. I live in Wisconsin and I'm trying to remember what team one of my contacts cheers for. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have a place to store that? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to know their kids and their kids' names so I can relate to them through elementary school experiences middle school experiences, or my kids are grown and in college and getting through college now, so moving out of the house and getting a job experiences. Like, I would much rather know that than guess at that so I can tell the right story to connect at any given moment. You're right. It's so true. I'm sorry that game didn't go your way, but holy moly, was that a football game on Sunday. Universal connection, lost. <laughs> I lost. Yeah, oh really to bring God. that up. Well, it, it's on. A, it was. I mean, that was just two of the best people ever to throw a football. Though, holy moly, it was unbelievable. I, I, crazy. I was on your side. <laughs> that oh, is I wish the refs would have been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That happens to be true in that case, and usually it isn't the case, but it was true in that case. Yeah. Yeah. You are not kidding crazy so that that's it and i either cemented our relatedness or killed our relatedness in that moment i'm not exactly sure which way it went Can but I those are the lost. things yeah. but those are the things that matter right because i it certainly there was a moment of that that's an, a big thing right if you're from wisconsin packers football is a big big deal and that's you know finding what is that thing that matters to everybody and then remembering it because you think you're going to 
And in the vast majority of situations, you just are not. And when you can take that, you can pair that with being world-class at telling your story, you are unstoppable. So go check out contactmapping.com, go check out storylink.com, and go put that peanut butter and jelly together and make a big business. <laughs> That's a good call. All right, we are back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Pat Quinn, and Tom's little boy, Adrian, who is unbelievable. And don't, I mean, I've never seen a kid more giddy than this interview, really. Because, you know, it just is absolutely congruent with what you believe. We were out to dinner with Haley Hobson and her husband. And on Clubhouse two days before, she was uh, getting interviewed. And she said she'd been jogging. And her she looked down and her shirt was inside out. And she's so in the middle of the road, she flips her shirt. So she says this on Clubhouse. That's not to be found anywhere. That's not to be found anywhere on any social media, of course. And then she told a couple of other inside stories. And I had dinner on Saturday night. And all I did was repeat the story she had said that she didn't remember, she said. Her eyes were like marbles. And she said, how'd you know that? And I showed her my contact map or my, my storylink.com app. And all of a sudden, she realized I had mapped that and remembered it. And it made her feel great. So all I'm telling all of you is please do what Pat Quinn is talking about. Go to storylinkwithaq.com, put the word story in as the coupon code so you don't have to pay money, and try this on a test drive for 30 days because it's going to change your life. Who, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And the question means, who was before who, you or Vargas? <laughs> who, met, who met who first? Uh, you know, we had a mutual friend. I was I was helping speakers, and he was helping people get access to stages and and get their message out to the world. And we had a mutual friend introduce us, and we hit it off right away. And uh, it's been just a great partnership ever since. And how long has that been? Uh, that's five years ago. And over that time, you know, Advance Your Reach has grown tremendously. I think Pete is a Pete Vargas is a once in a generation, uh, just an influencer and, and a, a believer in people's messages. Uh, you won't find a, a better person with more integrity to do business with. And you won't find somebody who cares more about people getting their message out to the world and having the impact that they could be having than Pete Vargas does. Wow. Well, you guys, you guys are having a huge impact together, and it's it's cool to see the way that that partnership works. And so, I I want to ask you this. So this is our longest segment, and I, I would love for you to spend some time talking about the the makeup of a great story, and you know what goes into that. Because yeah. I, I just think there's so much value to add. And for people who haven't gotten to hear you speak before, I just every time I hear this, I take something new from it. So would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, a lot of people make it way too complicated. Telling a great story is actually pretty simple. And the more you can cut out, the better the story is going to be. Telling a great story only takes two and a half minutes. It has three parts. Great stories always have three parts. So the first part of the story takes 60 seconds. If this takes you longer than 60 seconds, have somebody who loves you tell you what to cut because it should only take 60 seconds. And we call this the before. What was your life like before? And you can describe what your life was like before. You get 60 seconds to do that. The middle section, the second of the three sections, is called the pivot. This is the shortest section. It's only 30 seconds. And it's the pivot because this is when the story changes. You just have to describe what happened, what changed. Okay, That's the pivot. You get 30 seconds to do that. 
which brings us to the third section. The third and final section of the story is the after. And you get 60 seconds to tell us what your life is like now or tell us what your life is like after the pivot. So it's 60 seconds before, 30 seconds in the pivot, and 60 seconds in the after. And what we like to do in the after <coughs> is create this great contrast with the before. So instead of being like this, it's like this. Instead of being like this, it's like this. Instead of being like this, it's like this. So if I were talking to someone about my health, I would say, you know, six months ago, I, I was gaining weight. I had low energy in the afternoon and I wasn't sleeping well at night. And I would describe for 60 seconds, that's it. I wouldn't go on for two hours about all my trips to the doctor. I wouldn't go on about this and this. I had 60 seconds, three things that were going on. Then my pivot. Then I discovered overnight oats. And every day I eat overnight oats for breakfast and I eat overnight oats for lunch. I just love them. I eat them. I make them at home and I eat them. They're inexpensive. 60, 30 seconds on the pivot. That's it. That's the pivot. Now, now this is the after, 60 seconds. And I want to contrast it to the beginning. So now, instead of gaining weight, I'm actually losing weight. Instead of having low energy in the afternoon, I have lots of energy in the afternoon. And instead of not sleeping through the night, I'm sleeping like a baby. And there it is, two and a half minutes. And that's everything you need. Now, I think that everybody listening to this should have certain stories that they have ready to go. I think you should have a product story separate from your business opportunity story. Your product story would be like, what was my life like before? If it's a makeup product, what was my life before? If it's a health product, what was my health like before? If it's a financial product, what was my finances like before? Then you should have a pivot. Could be a friend introduced you to this. Could be you heard about this and you checked it out yourself. You have a pivot. And then you have an after. And remember, when you do the after, you always remind people of the before. So instead of not liking the way I look, now I like the way I look. Instead of you know, not uh, feeling like I look good in clothes, now I feel like I look good in clothes. And instead of my finances being poor, now my finances are good. So I think you should have a before pivot after story for your product, for your lead. If you have a, if you are with a company that has a hundred different products, pick one, pick a lead product to introduce people to. You can't sell someone a hundred products at once, pick one. And then I think you should have a separate before pivot after story with your business opportunity. Some For some people, the before is about finances. For some people, the before is about a yearning for purpose. For some people, the before is about uh, wanting to impact the lives of others, freedom from the nine to five, whatever yours is, then a pivot. A friend invited me to this business opportunity or I learned about this company or I, I joined this team and then an after. And remember to remind people of the before. So now instead of struggling to pay our bills, we pay our bills and have money left over. Instead of feeling like I'm not contributing to the family finances, I feel like I'm an equal contributor. Instead of not having a purpose in my life, I wake up every day with purpose, knowing I'm having an impact on other people's lives. And there it is in two and a half minutes. Now, I believe you should tell those two, every, every person who wants to be successful in this business should have both of those stories. And I don't think you should tell them to a new person on the same day. I, it is my belief that the way the brain works you should introduce them to your products and then on a different day, introduce them to the business opportunity after they love your products. I know some people disagree with that, but I, I know how the brain works and I know that's gonna give you the most success. But what you need are two separate stories before pivot after, 
one for your products, one for your business opportunity. I don't care whether you've been in this business 50 years or whether you've been in this business 50 minutes. Those are two stories that are going to make you successful or make you not successful if you don't have them. Oh my gosh. All right. So all of you poor people that are watching, listening to the podcast or listening on your AM radios all over the world, you are hosed. <clears throat> you have got to, and I know you hate Facebook because we're on stations that have conspiracy theories abounding. Go to borrow somebody's Facebook and watch this show because what you just saw was a master class in moving people from the past to the present to the future. And he used his hands where I was so hypnotized, I just couldn't believe it until I finally it flashed on me. This guy is doing a number on me, but I was so in the story. And people will be in your story. And I wrote him a private message. I've been going to Alcoholics Anonymous every day for 32 years. And all that is is your story. What happened? What it what it's like and what happened, whatever. I don't even know what it is. Before, pivot, after. It, yeah, it, something like that. And, I, you know, it was just terrible. And ever since I heard him, I have completely condensed it down. And I'm on an AA Zoom every morning. And it, I never noticed when I was watching him on StoryLink that he was doing this whole crazy deal with his hands, even though Michelle Eldridge told me he did. But what was so beautiful about this is I can see it and I can hardly wait till my AA meeting in the morning because I am going to school them all and every one of you can do that. So any of you that are listening on the radio, go find my Facebook page and get so you can see this guy because he's going to change your life. Agreed? 100% agree. And I, I actually want to, so it, it was funny because not knowing that you had this background as a magician, I, I actually, I've, I've noticed what you do with your hands this way, but you also, you have such a fantastic way of the way you kind of, like you just, you're, the way you move your hands in general is very, very, uh, you, your presence is fantastic. And so it, I like now I'm like, oh, like the magician thing that actually explains some of that. I keep wait. He's got. He's in the. So you poor suckers that are on the radio. He's also got a couple of little statues behind him, and I'm just waiting for him to disappear. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, they're not going to go anywhere. The little statues behind me are in an open speaking stance, which is what everybody should do when they speak. You don't want your hands folded across. You don't want your hands covering you up. You want your hands open. And okay. so I do have bobbleheads on my shelf back here, but they're all in an open speaking stance. So whether you're online or in a room with somebody, you should be open, not closed. People close up when they get nervous. People get closed up when they start talking about asking me to sign or come onto my team. Open up. I'll put nothing between me and you. And for those of you on the radio, I can teach you my hands. It's a left-right pivot. When you're doing the before, you put your hands over to the right. When you're doing the after, you put your hands over to the left. This works whether you're at, with someone at Starbucks, whether you're at your desk, or whether you're on Zoom with somebody. It works in a little camera box, so it works on Facebook Live. It works everywhere. And we call it the left-right pivot. You actually can do it sitting or standing. If you're sitting, you're just pivoting at your hips and moving your shoulders about 25 degrees left, 25 degrees right. If you're in the room with somebody, you have a little more leeway. You can actually tilt and lean, and if you're standing, you can rock a little bit. But but it's easily done. It's left, right pivot, always before over on this side, which is my right, 
and after over on this side which is your left that's the way the brain's naturally going to want it to be and naturally think it and it's very easy for a brain to create these two contrasts then now if you're giving a longer presentation or a longer conversation with somebody you can always refer back to those two spots now that i've established before and after i can always say you don't want to be like this this is not the life that you want for yourself anymore what you want is to have freedom and happiness and joy, which is over here. And your brain will actually anchor on these two spots. So if I say, give up this life and accept this, you're gonna be much more likely to do it because I've anchored spatially with your brain where these two spots are from my opening story on. I hate this radio show. You know why? <laughs> Tell me. Too short. It is. I mean, we're gonna to have to go to a break here pretty quick. If you do anything in your life, Follow this guy on Facebook. Go to storylinkwithaq.com. Put the word story in the comment and get this guy's training because it's going to change your life. I promise you that. I will guarantee you that because I'm watching it happen to some people, some dear friends of mine that finally got the missing link. They thought they needed to know it. Well, it is them that they needed to know and be able to tell that story. And if anybody ever needed to know it, it was Tom Chenault the world's greatest hypocrite. So I got to practice what I preach. We're coming back right after this. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Whoa, so you're good. beautiful. That, that, that was so, so helpful. And we got it on the, so I think in the next part of the break, I want to, or after the break, I want to talk about the emotion side of things. Cause I think that's the other thing that I've just learned so much from you on. But it, it's so crazy. As I'm listening to you, I keep, you're, you're explaining to, uh, to me the science of some of the things that we do that I didn't even know why we did them, but I, it's, it's so crazy. And so one of the things that we talk about a lot in contact mapping, we have this thing called the coffee shop interview. And the coffee shop interview is basically the runway of how you go and have a great conversation where you pull somebody else's story out of them, whether they know how to tell their story or not. And you help to figure out what it is that, you know, where is the pain in their life? What are their values? What moves them? What are the things that they care about? And sometimes what happens in a conversation like that is this person is like a screaming big yellow sign that they need what you have, right? It just, it is, they, they are, ready to go. And one of the things we tell people all the time is bite a hole through your tongue if you have to. Shut up. Don't pitch them that day, no matter how hard it is not to. Wait a day or more before you go back to them because you run the risk of undoing all the good you did if you try to fix them in that moment. And he said, tell two different stories on two different days. I know, that's what, that was the thing that I linked. Know, I was that like, it's that same psychology. It. Yep, it, I love it. I love it when a plan comes together. And I just think the, the other thing that that I love that interview that you have there, uh, that that's going to set you up perfectly for is, you know, two years down the road, when that person no longer feels that pain. Yeah, uh, when that person has, you know, good things happening in their life, because they joined your team, or even because they just started using your product. Um, and you keep track of that. Uh, then you'll be able to tell their story as part of your story. And you'll be able to tell their story when you see somebody who has that same pain. It's one of the, one of the most important things to do when you identify somebody's pain like that. And a lot of times it won't be your pain. I mean, I, you might bump into somebody who has a real financial struggle and you did not. Or you might bump into somebody who just got divorced and needs a financial you know, lifeline 
and you did not, but you know someone else and you helped someone else who did, if you could remember their name right now, if you could remember what their situation was right now, and if you could remember their results right now, that would be really cool, but I can't unless you have it all mapped on content mapping, unless you have it all stored. And What's so crazy about contact mapping is you can Google your brain. He hasn't even told you that, but it's something that is critically important to everybody is be able to pull something up instantly. When you walk in the restaurant and you look across the room and there's the guy at the bar and you know you know him and you can't remember where, but he works at that hamburger joint at the end of the block. You put the hamburger joint in, everybody that is tied to that hamburger joint in your database pops up and you go, hi, Joe. He swallows his cigar, gives you a hug and comes back. It's unbelievable. Take it. <laughs> it, it really is. And it's just, it's so fun. You know, when you can start doing that, and I, I loved what you just shared, Pat, that, you know, to be able to start telling those other people's stories, to remind them, because sometimes it's, you know, things get better and you forget how bad it was. And sometimes people, you know, you go, well, look, man, I remember on September 20th of 2018, and you told me you didn't know how you were going to pay your mortgage payment. You know, I know it's tough right now, but you've come a long way since then. Those things really matter in being able to move people, being able to love people, and being able to contribute in the world. So if that intrigues you at all, go to contactmapping.com slash free, check out what it's about, and we wanna help you do more of that. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. If you didn't go to storylink.com during the break, I'm, I'm sorry. I am really, really sorry. I cannot figure out why you didn't, even if you're driving your car across Milwaukee to get to Stringer, Milwaukee, which is 10 miles away from the heart of Milwaukee, and heard Pat Quinn because this guy is a beast. And I want you to go to storylink.com, not be for you, for you, not for us. We don't have any cut in this deal. We want you to do it because you're going to be a better human being in every area of your life. Pat, you got about five minutes. What did you want to ask him? Something emotionally? Yeah, I just so one of the thing, one of the other incredible gems that I have picked up from you that I would love for you to share with our listeners today is is how important it is to get emotion into your story at the, especially at the beginning and at the end. But talk about that because I that's one of the things that the more we can bring that in, I, I just, I, I have- Look at Adrian, they're using his hands now, though. that is hilarious. <laughs> I've used it again and again. I, I genuinely have, and so I, I'd love for you to talk about that. <laughs> I think, you know, Tom said it earlier, the person who has the best content isn't gonna win this. The person who has the best, you know, offer, the best deal, even the best products isn't the one who's gonna win this. It's the person who connects. The person who tells the best story who's going to win this. And I'll tell you what all great storytellers do. All great storytellers create contrast. When we, when we talk about emotion, what we're really talking about is creating a contrast. And let me give, uh, some people say they're not good storytellers. They come to me and they say, well, Pat, I'm not a good storyteller. I'm like, all you need to do is create contrast. And here's some things to think about. Think about the emotional line of your story, wherever you are on the story. Is the line going up or is the line going down? When things are getting worse and I'm losing money and my relationships are in trouble and I'm gaining weight and I'm, and my finances are in trouble, my, that's my emotional line going down. And when things are getting better and I'm getting success and everything's going good in my life, that's the emotional line going up. So you have some tools at your disposal to help create this emotion. One of them is your pace of speaking. And it's a real simple rule. If the emotional line is going down, your pace of speaking 
should go down. Oh my gosh. And if the emotional line is going up, your pace of speaking should be going up. And that'll make it real easy. Let me give you a second tool. A second tool is your volume. When the emotional line of your story is going down, the volume of your voice should go down. And when the emotional line of your story is going up and things are getting better, your pace of speaking and your volume should both be going up at the same time because things are getting better. Oh my gosh. Let me give you one third tool that you have. This one works on, you know, online, on Facebook. It works on Zoom calls as well as it works in person at the coffee shop. And that is your amount of movement. When the emotional line of your story is going down, your movement should go down. And you should hold as still as possible. But when things start turning up, when things start getting better for you, when things start coming around and your team starts growing and results start coming in and you start getting checks in the mail and you don't even know where they came from, your volume should go up, your pace should go up, and your movement should go up. Yep. And, that, and I say it like this, like even if you were talking in Charlie Brown's teacher's voice, the person who you're listening to should be able to tell how the story's going. Like, wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 Like, oh, you don't even need to hear the words, and you should be able to tell how the story's going. What that does from a brain standpoint is it makes it so easy for the person listening to you to emotionally come along on your ride and get invested in your story. And so you might space out. We all do. You might get distracted by something happening over here. But we are making it so easy for the person listening to the story to follow along by using all of our tools, our volume, our pace, and our movement, so that we create the emotional contrast that gets people to be involved in our simple, simple stories. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Ready? Rate me on a scale of one to ten. Oh well, you're a great storyteller, so I'd give you a, I'd give you a nine out of ten. Everyone you're a liar, but here's what I want to do. I want to hire him because <laughs> you're a liar. That was that was rather sad. <laughs> Connection lost. So here's the deal. All you guys, no matter how good you are, no matter how embracing and entrancing you think you are, there is so, it was kind of like contactmapping.com. So when I, I used to think I was the greatest interviewer in the world, I suck. I thought I was really good at documenting people. I sucked. And then I thought I was great at follow-up. I suck. And until he built that app, I was listening to my own story instead of having the facts right in front of me. I can't wait to have this StoryLink app where I'm able to pull these things out at will and actually have them in my front of my face instead of relying on this tired old 69-year-old brain. And all of you can do that, right? Pumped. Completely. Completely. The, the value that you have brought today is immense, Pat. Thank you so, so much. And I, I just, every time that I have heard this guy speak, I have wanted to get more embedded in what he's doing because I think that two things. One, he's teaching me things that I can use for my life. But two, it's he's not making me feel like I have to be somebody that I'm not. He's not, he's actually empowering me that the version of me that I am is already good enough. And that is the essence of what I think is so beautiful about your message. And I, I just want every person that is hanging out with us today to be empowered, to grab their power, to grab their story, to share 
what, who they are and what they do because the impact that can be had in the world is just immense. All right. So he's going to stick around for a couple minutes after the show. But before the show ends, I want this all over the world. Rod Cook died this morning at 1.07 a.m. A mentor of mine who had an unbelievable life under incredible odds to have the unbelievable life that he's got. I love him with all of my heart. He changed network marketing. He was the head of the Distributor Rights Association. He made a stand for me when nobody else would and gave me my career. So everybody say a prayer for him. We'll see you all next week on the network, whatever the hell this show is called. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.